episode 92 of the Waveback Music Podcast. My name is Chris. And I'm Matt. And we're here to listen to the most interesting video game music there is. Star Wars and video games go hand in hand, and there have been no small number of games released based on the venerable franchise. What you were just listening to comes from one of the earlier Star Wars games to hit home consoles here in America. And with the impending release of Rise of Skywalker in theaters, there's no better time for us to take our first visit to a galaxy far, far away. Turn off your targeting computer, because today we listen to the music of Star Wars for the Nintendo Entertainment System. Hello, Matt. Hello, Chris. How you doing? Um, can't really complain, I guess. Is the Force with you on this day? And also with you. And also with me. I am, (laughs) I am throat deep in... (laughs) Um... Okay, keep going. I want to know. Keep going. I want to hear this. I am throat deep in Star Wars, my friend. Mm-hmm. I have been working on a uh, just a a ridiculous Star Wars rewatch, canonical rewatch, and I'm blasting through the Clone Wars. And uh, I I figured that if I kept if I kept on my current path, that there's no way I'd be able to get to all of Star Wars before Rise of Skywalker, which means okay. I should have started this a long time ago. So I've been speed watching the remainder of Clone Wars, and I'm going to have to watch and or write about a different Star Wars property almost every day up until the uh, release. Heavy is the head that wears the crown, my friend. Right? I gotta. It's, it's a lot of working, a lot of working and writing in Star Wars ahead of me, which you know isn't necessarily a problem because. I really like Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are a lot of people that really enjoy Star Wars. There are. I am. I am one of them. You absolutely are. And uh, and so so I, I know I said the last the last the end of last episode. Uh, well, I edited into the end of the last episode. Fooled you. Uh, that, that we were going to be doing a Star Wars special, but uh, while doing my research, I found myself far more fascinated with the music of this one game in particular than most of everything else I was hearing. So since so much of the music in the other games is is going for as close to possible emulation of the music in the films as possible on its its hardware, uh, it was really cool and interesting, this particular soundtrack. So instead of running through a bunch of different Star Wars games, I am excited to just dedicate this episode to Star Wars for the NES from JVC. Boom. Boom. I am very very excited about this because uh i don't i i don't love this game but i love its soundtrack i like this game it is a solid game but its soundtrack is is effing cool but uh let's uh let's dive in shall we matt yes sir hit us with some history star wars was released from the nintendo entertainment system in november of 1991 for most american gamers at the time jvc star wars was the first time they were able to get their hands on controlling luke himself running around jumping and blasting stuff. There were a couple of arcade and Atari games before this that involved Jedi training, vector graphics, and lots of flying, but as far as platformers go, this was the first foray for the US audience. It wasn't, however, the first Star Wars game for Nintendo's 8-bit console. In Japan, Namco released a Star Wars adaptation for the Famicom, but it was remarkably bizarre. Darth Vader can turn into a scorpion, Han Solo is captured and imprisoned in a tree while Luke flies the Falcon around all by himself, and Luke spends a bunch of time fighting frogs. JVC's game was much closer to the events of the actual movie, still taking the usual amount of video game liberties movie adaptations of the time are known for. It was a tough game, but a pretty good one nonetheless, and it spawned several sequels from JVC, including the now legendary Super Star Wars trilogy on the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. The game's music was composed by Marshall Parker. Parker did, well, let's say adapted by Marshall Parker. Uh, (laughs) It is still essentially um, John Williams' score, but it's very uniquely spun for an NES game, which is ridiculously cool. Anyway, Parker did a lot of work for Beam Software, the developer behind JVC's Star Wars games. Uh, He also worked on games like Super Smash TV for Super NES, Blades of Vengeance for Genesis, Test Drive for PS2, and a whole lot more. He eventually retired from Beam in 2007, and is currently, as far as I can tell, working at Ubisoft as an audio director. So Matt, do you have any history with this or the Weirdo Namco 
NES uh, Star Wars <laughs> game. <laughs> when you put it that way. Uh, no, I, I've never played um, the Star Wars for the Nintendo uh, Entertainment System. I actually uh, didn't even know it existed, but of course it kind of makes sense. When I was a kid, I had the um, Empire Strikes Back for the Atari 7200. The, the 2600? The 26, or I don't... You know, it's so long... Is it the one with the walkers? Yes. You're just a little ship shooting at the walkers? Yes. Yeah, that was 2600. Okay, then... But I think... Didn't the 72 play 26? The 7800 did play 2600. 7800. So yeah, I had it a, did play 2600 cards. I had a, I had a 7800. And nice. I was playing that, and I remember being so frustrated at that game, but that's not this episode i have but it was so cool wasn't it i guess you know i don't really remember back then too much um (laughs) i do remember just being like oh this is star wars now side note i had never my first uh viewing of star wars was probably at the age of like 16 so we're talking like 1996 and then you know i had this in probably 86 um so i don't know that i uh, made the correlation like, oh, this is the Star Wars franchise. I think it was just like, oh, this is Star Wars. Okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was the em- Empire Strikes Back. Oh, so this is what the Empire Strikes Back. Is. Okay, <laughs> I um, I actually have a fun history with that game. I received it in a collection of Atari games that I bought off a customer at Funko Land, hmm. uh, but it didn't have a label on it. I had no idea what it was. <laughs> I had also had no idea that a. Uh, Star Wars game existed for the Atari. Mm. So when I booted it up and it starts going do 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 <laughs> And there's Imperial Walkers, I'm like Oh my god! Pants. It's a Star Wars game on Atari! This is amazing! <laughs> uh, I also didn't see Star Wars as a small child. Um, mm-hmm. I... I'm trying to figure out what age I was when I saw it because it was before the special editions came out. Yes. Um, it was definitely before that because I had seen it a bunch of times on VHS. I had the uh, the final THX releases mm. uh, of Star Wars, the Star Wars trilogy on VHS. Mm-hmm. Uh, still some of my favorite packaging too. Those, those VHS tapes were really, really nice. Um, my... Uh, Jeez, I can't remember how it came up, but my parents had found out that I hadn't seen Star Wars on my own yet. No son of mine! <laughs> and they were like, all right, well, let's take care of this. And we just marathoned all three of them, like, <laughs> over, I think, two nights. It was great. I like that it, you made it sound like you'd never had chicken pox, and like, go play with your brother. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, it was just like, well, <laughs> we got to watch Star Wars now, so let's do it. And it just left such a huge impression on me. I was completely in love with it, because... I had I had seen, you know, like things like The Simpsons and whatnot. I, I had essentially been spoiled on who Yoda was, or you know, the whole Hell, you know, Darth he, Vader was his father mm-hmm. and all that stuff. But there was still just this incredible shock to seeing it in the movie, you know, I, seeing his reactions to it and stuff. I think I had a a bigger. <laughs> I can't, this is. I think a lot of our viewers are gonna, uh, or listeners rather, are gonna uh, relate to this. I think I had more FaceTime with Spaceballs than I did Star <laughs> Wars. <laughs> nice, nice. Because I can, I can very distinctly uh, remember watching that and and taping it off a of TV and watching it and watching it and watching it and watching it and being able to still recite it to this day more so than Star Wars actually. So. I don't know. Maybe I'm a heathen. Maybe I'm a heretic. I don't know. No, no. You could never consider somebody a heathen or heretic for uh, enjoying comedy, uh, <laughs> especially spoof comedy, more than you know what it's based on. Of course. Uh, I mean, I've I have way more of a reverence for actual Star Wars. I am I am a self proclaimed Star Wars whore. <laughs> but uh, does your wife know that? <laughs> she does. Okay. Yeah. And she still married you anyway. She know when she <laughs> married me. Yep. Yep. Hi. <sighs> Yeah, no, I got nothing on that one. Uh, <laughs> Stumped them. Mystery to this day. But yeah, it's uh, I, I also really loved Spaceballs. Um, I I saw it when I was... I saw it before I saw Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. And I saw it when I was pretty young. And I didn't really get it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. 
but after I saw Star Wars, I thought it was hilarious. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it just, uh, everything clicked with me a lot more knowing uh, the source material, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as this uh, this JVC NES game goes, uh, it was one that I had um, didn't play when it came out. I played it probably in the like N sixty four era was probably around when I I discovered this game. Mm-hmm. I picked it up at the uh, you know video game store I was working at. It was still a Funko Land at the time, and uh, I picked up this, and eventually I picked up Empire Strikes Back uh, for the NES, the JVC ones, and I was like, wow, this is this is pretty cool. You know, you you get the roll. Roll around in a speeder looking for R2-D2 and run and jump in caves as Luke. And uh, the thing that really struck me about it uh, more than anything was the music. Um, the uh, the I, I played this after the JVC Super Star Wars games were out. Um, and those are the ones that people really, really love. Uh, yeah. I was never able to get super into them because they're so insanely hard. Oh my god, uh, are they? They are just bananas difficult uh i've i've never spent the time to try to master them before uh and i always thought the music was pretty neat in those but it was so like it was make it was mimicking the strings and everything of of the john williams score whereas this was an nes game and the music is so cleverly adapted to what the nes can do uh, I find it endlessly fascinating. <laughs> it's it's so cool. Anyway, the the music in the NES one is is very. Um, it's not just straight adaptations of those songs. It kind of like plays them up in very interesting ways. I think so. Uh, let let's go ahead and start listening to it. Okay, so the first track we're going to listen to is the title theme. And uh, if you've ever you know been on Earth, you probably know this <laughs> song. <laughs> Uh, because this is the Star Wars theme, uh, as as played through the NES. Now there, the the, uh, the Namco version also had this song, but uh, there's something about this particular iteration, the instrumentation of it, that I think is is so spot on. It's amazing. It just it's the Star Wars theme coming out of an NES, and I believe the best way possible. So uh, let's give it a listen. Here is title theme from Star Wars for NES. <laughs> theme from star wars and there's something just so flawless about that that instrumentation you know it's it it really plays to the nes's strengths in all the right ways like the 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 way the bass sounds uh you know moving up on those high notes and it just imagines it manages to so perfectly capture the essence of that song um which is something that i don't think is super easy to do when you're trying to you know, take something that is a fully orchestrated tune and then, you know, plop it into the bleeps and bloops of an NES uh, and make it kind of capture the same uh, spirit. And I think that uh, Marshall Parker did an amazing job of doing that with this. What uh, what did you think? Uh, if I could be cynical for one second, because it's the first thing that comes to mind. Yep, this is exactly what John Williams had in mind when he wrote this score. <laughs> Sitting there. I would be fascinated to know what he <laughs> thinks of this. I would too. I'm, I'm sure he'd be flattered in some respect. Um, I would. I would think that if I would just in my own imagination think that John Williams would think this is fascinating. Like just because you know, you know he's he's just such an accomplished musician, and mm-hmm. he would be able to look at this and say, "Look what you did with the tools that you have." Yeah. Um, which is what I, what I find so impressive about it is. Uh, again, what, to what I was saying about capturing the spirit of it, like 
look what you did with the tools you have um, and not just making something from scratch taking these these instruments into consideration but adapting something pre-existing that's so much more complex uh, and and doing it uh, a service I think is very darn cool I would imagine he would giggle like a little schoolgirl because that's what I would do just just putting that out there um yeah I, I'll absolutely agree with you um, you know they they did a fantastic job of hmm, capturing the essence uh, capturing what has now become a very iconic piece of music I think um, you know what are we on now 30 some odd 40 some odd years later I, 79 was episode uh, 77 77 okay uh, math yeah stuff well anyway however many it's been a while (laughs) (laughs) however many years later right uh obviously the song is very iconic um and just listening to it i can see the um story scroll it it invokes that and that's you know i think that's a testament to the ability uh one like you said doing the job with the tools you have um and two uh, uh maybe not then back then uh, but having a certain reverence for the source material um, because they only had a certain amount of space, correct? To, to create. Yeah. So you really have to... <laughs> I mean, you're paring down, what, like a 70-piece orchestra to a couple of uh, musical channels? Mm-hmm. You know, so you really have to... Um, you really have to choose what pieces of it you're going to try to recreate. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, Yeah, and, and to what to or rather to the best of your capabilities and and what does that sound like so you know fantastic job honestly this is, uh, this is really cool um <laughs> i i <laughs> there was a period of time back in the 90s when the internet wasn't so toxic and uh people were making you know midi versions of songs and stuff and i used to spend hours just listening to like pop tunes and you know metal tunes and this really takes me back to that kind of stuff and like kind of like <laughs> a weird <laughs> A weird sense of innocence, you know. Again, before the internet was wow. toxic and full of podcasts. Damn, <laughs> you just you just hit me hit me right in the heartstrings, man. I used to do the same thing. Ah, There's man. this one version of like today by the Smashing Pumpkins done in MIDI that just always sticks in my brain. Wow, super awesome stuff. Nice. Yeah, I used to spend a lot of time looking up, you know, songs that I liked and finding them like MIDI versions that people would create and then doing the same myself hmm. uh, in, in Impulse Tracker. I used to mess around with a bunch of stuff. <clears throat> nah. Either, you know, with, with songs that either I had written uh, on guitar and then like turning them into MIDI things or, or popular songs at the time or, or other video game songs. I would, you know, take them and re- redo them in different, you know, MIDI instruments and just, oh God, I used to spend so much time with that stuff. Well, I'm glad I could take you back there. <laughs> Very cool. All right, so let's move on to our next track. Uh, and as far as I can tell, this is the only track that is not based on an existing piece of Star Wars music. Mm-hmm. Uh, this track is the Tatooine Overworld. When you start the game, you're Luke in your speeder, and you're you know rolling around on Tatooine, uh, looking for R2, and you go into caves and looking for Jawas and, and etc. And this is the song that plays while you're on the Overworld. Uh, quick aside for you, Matt. Most of these tracks are just solid three minutes, no matter what. Uh, yeah. Just they loop until they're done. So we'll just cut them off whenever they loop once or twice. And I had a feeling. Yeah. Cool. All right. So here is Tatooine Overworld from Star Wars. Enjoy.
was Tatooine Overworld, again from Star Wars, and there is something vaguely familiar about it, but I've never been able to mentally connect it to an existing piece of Star Wars Star Wars music. I heard you chuckle when we were listening to this. What, what was um, what was that about? <laughs> uh, I'm not going to pull any punches here. Um, that is the most generic kind of video game music I've heard in a while. <laughs> um, it's so, like... <laughs> So I'm listening to it, right? And the reason I chuckled is because, you know, I thought it was just so hokey. And for it to be inside of a Star Wars game where you have, again, you know, at the time, nobody, maybe nobody knew, but this very iconic, you know, uh, score by, you know, widely decorated and celebrated John Williams. Uh, and then there's this piece. It's like, who's, who brought the, the imposter? <laughs> um, but uh, my my brain was just kind of, rattling around all these different other video games that I had played on the NES and one of the, the first one they came up was Who Framed Roger Rabbit like <laughs> like so that's when you know I'm driving the point home that I thought it was blandly you know generic and I just couldn't imagine uh now today turning on you know this game and hearing the iconic music and then that and just I would just I don't even know like yell like who how who what you know you know what i'm saying just hmm, whatever well the thing the thing about it is to put it into perspective is that you only hear it for a few seconds yeah um you're on this it's it's this map and you just roll, ride around real quick and like you move fast to that speeder too it's kind of unwieldy but like you're really only listening to it for a few seconds i always thought it was a super cool tune like i wasn't expecting this game to have you know the Star Wars score, and I was expecting it to have video game music in it. Yeah. And yeah. So when I listened to this, I was like, "Oh, cool." But you know, then moving forward in the game, it has Star Wars music in it, but just really interesting takes on it, uh, which was which kind of more surprising. But I just I always really dug this track, man. I just think it's super catchy. And you're right, it's generic video game music, as generic video game music gets. <laughs> uh, but it's a uh, it's no less cool because of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, no, I, I, I know I, I know I said a bunch of stuff that sounded mean, but uh, to be fair, like composition wise, uh, sounds you know everything put together it comes together as a good piece of music. It's just eh, maybe not for this, but uh, you know, having them not play the game, you say you only hear it for a couple seconds, then yeah, I it definitely works even... in the um in in the situation that it's presented in. I, I, I probably wouldn't even have noticed it, honestly. If it's that quick, I I wouldn't even have batted an eyelash then. Yeah, I mean just kinda of think of it as like the map screens in Super Mario Three, you know? Sure. Like, you're there as long as you really want to be there. Um <laughs> I was definitely a fan of the uh I, I like the uh I mean yeah, the baseline is pretty basic. Boom 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 do 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 um and it does kind of stick out. It's very stylistically different, but I did, I do really like the um, the main harmonies, uh, like the main melodies harmonies that it's got going on. Like it isn't just playing that. It also has like a little extra harmony in there that's kind of got a little bit of a tremolo to it, mm-hmm. which it, it just gives it this one little extra layer of um, layer. <laughs> it gives it an extra <laughs> layer. Of layer, <laughs> like a, fl- a flaky biscuit. Uh, it is generic video game music, but it is very well executed generic video game music. So I, I would agree with you on that point. Ooh. All right, so we're going to move on to Mos Eisley. Yes. Um, I have not gotten very far in this game, and uh, really the only tracks I've heard while playing this game are the title theme, Tatooine Overworld, and the cave theme. The rest of this stuff is just things that I've heard and generally enjoy. Uh, and this most likely one in particular is uh, a freaking delight and a half. Uh, so let's go ahead and give it a listen. And uh, it's going to seem like it's it's not uh, it's going to seem like it's not not an original Star Wars piece, but it is, and you'll recognize it quickly. Here is most likely enjoy.
right, that's Moss Eisley from Star Wars Perennials. And I believe that I would I would describe that song as exactly split down the middle, 50% ridiculous and 50% awesome. <laughs> I'm going to have to agree with that. That was uh, unexpected. Right? It's, it's, it's again, it just starts like for those first couple of seconds, like some, some generic video game music, and then it just goes, do, 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 do. <laughs> what? What a strange thing to put into this, like, what a strange melody to put in this, like, relatively cool sounding piece of music there. And I just think it works really well, even though it is essentially so goofy, especially because of how high pitched it is, you know? I think that's the best part of it is like you don't expect it. It pops along real quick and then it goes away. So you're left thinking, did they really just do that? <laughs> and just as you formulate that thought, it pops back in again. You're like, they did just do that. Holy crap. And yeah, it's it's silly. It's goofy. It's it's kind of perfect. <laughs> it really is. It's so cool. It's uh, you got to admire the uh, the uh, the fortitude of Marshall Parker <laughs> of like just putting this together you know nope it's going right here this is what we're doing you sure yeah, marshall we're, we're i'm positive this. i'm positive and you know what he liked that team that theme so much that the actual cantina theme is in the game there you go so let's go ahead and give it a listen the next track is cantina theme enjoy Cantina theme, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, From the Nodal Nodes. Cantina theme. That's right. That's the name of the band. The Nodal Nodes. Uh, I'm impressed. Yeah. I'm impressed you knew that. So, yeah. Um, I mean, it's the freaking Cantina theme. <laughs> <laughs> With a snazzy little drum beat put underneath it. It... I... I... I have no words. No, uh... <laughs> I, I actually liked that that little drum beat. I love it. I, it's great. It's you're you're right. These are a bit of a, a take on the originals, but like in a good way. Like so far, this is this is good. I like this, and I I like the little drum beat because it picks up the pace just a little bit, and it makes it a little more bouncy. And honestly, the last two tracks, I, I didn't get a chance to say this with the one before this, but this one too, like. I'm gonna I'm gonna steal I'm gonna steal something from your playbook and I'm gonna say big old dumb grimming on my face. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. It's such it's such a fun soundtrack to listen to because like the Cantina theme in general, it's it's a lot more jazzy, you know? Yeah. And this one kinda gives it a much higher energy, like you said. Um I'm assuming that this is some sort of stage, like you must do something in the Cantina. <laughs> I, I I have so I have I really do need to sit down and like either watch a let's play of this or try to mm-hmm. blast through this game myself just because it's it's such a weird little thing and I'm such a Star Wars fan and such a video game fan and I've played I've spent I haven't spent a ton of time with a lot of Star Wars games because mm-hmm. I don't love a lot of Star Wars games. Yeah. Um I agree. And the ones that I have spent a lot of time with like um uh Rogue Squadron uh, Rogue Squadron 2 I spent a ton of time with those games but those used just the music from Star Wars you know yeah. uh, most of the ones that I've spent a lot of time with I did spend a lot of time with X-Wing and TIE Fighter um, I like those I like X-Wing yeah. I did go back and when I was trying to like piece together like okay well what non just string based Star Wars games do we want to listen to for this soundtrack I went back and listened to those and they're I think it was X-Wing that came for no yeah x-wing was the one that came first and a tie fighter sounded more like just you know strings and orchestrated cd quality sound but uh, x-wing had more of that kind of midi-ish 
th- sound to it. I didn't really like it all that much. It, mm. I remembered all of it, and I was hit with nostalgia, but it wasn't as interesting as this stuff is. <laughs> and this stuff is interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, you know, normally you say interesting with, like, a snark to it. This is legit interesting. Like I'm. It I'm, is, yeah. I can be sarcastic. <laughs> I can be snarky. I'm not. This is This is fun stuff, honestly. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yep. So let's uh, let's keep going. This next track is called Princess Leia, um, and it is a song that you will recognize from Star Wars. Uh, pretty much the rest of these are, are ones that are going to kind of, you know, just sound... You'll recognize these as songs from the movies. And um, this one is a little bit more of a literal adaptation, and I think it, uh, it works very well because it's one of the more uh, sweeping, uh, for lack of a better term, romantic, uh, tunes in Star Wars. Uh, I think it's, it's, it is very impressively translated to the NES. So here is Princess Leia from Star Wars. Princess Leia, again from Star Wars JVC for the NES, and uh, how'd that one grab you? When I was reading the name of it, I was trying to think of what Leia's theme was, because, you know, movies like this, everyone kind of has a theme, and it's usually a play mm-hmm. on the central theme, and I, I couldn't conjure it. The minute this hit, it, it immediately brought that back to me. So again, testament to the recreation of the original uh, pieces, so, you know, fantastic job. I like this one too. Um, there's a for the main melody, there is a bit of reverb, which gives it a mm-hmm. little bit of depth, which I think gives it. Um, you, uh, what was it? You had just said something about uh, sweeping and um, somewhat romantic. Romantic, yeah. That. There's there's a level of that. I, I it's funny. I feel like reverb in in uh, inherently evokes some form of emotion <laughs> and um hearing the reverb on the main melody uh fantastic fantastic choice um didn't really hear that with some of the other stuff but i guess mm-hmm. a lot of it's uh, well in the main theme i think there was a little bit of it to give it a bit of depth to give it um a bigger feeling the feeling of grandiose give it space because that's what reverb does is it you create artificial space it tricks your mind yeah um yeah, great job on this one. I, I really like this one, actually. I like it a lot. Yeah, me too. It's it's very cool. The original piece is called Princess Leia's Theme. Yeah. Uh, so, and I've, I've always really liked that song. As much as I like most of the music in Star Wars, uh, just uh, it's one of my favorite things about it is that that's so brilliantly scored by John Williams, with the exception yeah. of Attack of the Clones, which is awful in just about every way. <laughs> <sighs> but this song is wonderful. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Who hurt you, Chris? Attack of the Clones. All of them? Yes. Every You know what didn't happen in that movie? What's that? There was no Attack of the Clones. Mm. You call your movie Attack of the Clones, you're going to think, okay, well, clones must have attacked at some point, and either we're dealing with the Attack of the Clones, or we're building up to the Attack of the Clones. But no, there was a clone army... That eventually gets uh, deployed at the end of the movie, but there was no attack of the clones. It was, hey, clones, go over there. Mm-hmm. And then they did, and then other stuff happened. It wasn't about an attack of the clones. The Phantom Menace was about a, was about a Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. you know? A New Hope was about a new hope. Mm-hmm. I, I could go on for days. I'm not gonna, because we're, we're, we're here to listen to video game music, and, and that's what we're here for. We're not here to talk about how Attack of the Clones one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life and it is a failure on every single level. I would apologize for winding you up but I knew exactly what I was doing so I'm not going to. (laughs) You son of a biscuit. Mm. Am I the (sighs) Phantom Menace? Oh. 
So this next track uh, is called Millennium Falcon X-Wing Gunner. Um, Look, just to to put this into perspective, I I didn't name these tracks. I don't know that this is what these tracks are actually called. Um, Just when I I found a playlist on YouTube that had these names for these tracks, uh, whereas the soundtrack that I was able to find online had no names at all. So I'm just kind of going with it. So this one is called Millennium Falcon X-Wing Gunner. Again, probably a song that you'll recognize if you've ever seen Star Wars. So, enjoy! That's a pretty neat song. It's, you know, so I really appreciated the first half. It it gave me this uh, idea of being like a gunner, you know, those gunner stages where you got the target and things are zipping mm-hmm. by you and whatnot. But then the second half comes along, and, and here's my train of thought. So stick with me for a moment, because okay, okay. everyone else got it before I did. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's like a cool gunner gunner stage music and, and then all of a sudden the second half kicks in and i'm like what the hell is this this doesn't even make any sense it's kind of dumb and now the thing what was that <laughs> oh, oh okay it's back to the gunner music again then the second half comes again and i go that doesn't even make oh oh that's the imperial death march i'm an idiot okay great cool well i'm just gonna hang it up uh, but that that third portion that really made no sense to me. I can understand smashing the two together, the Imperial Death March and the piece beforehand, because Star Wars. But that second, third, excuse me, third piece, I I just didn't understand it. Other than that, I thought it was pretty dang on good. Yeah, and I think that this stage is, I think that this is a stage that's played like through like when you're inside the Millennium Falcon, not like a side-scrolling shooter or anything, but like yeah looking out the first person kind of a view or whatever behind the uh, the wheel of the falcon flying around shooting stuff i think again i haven't played most of this game but uh, <laughs> all in all I, like the the first chunk of it does definitely work for me uh, uh better than the second chunk I, i'm right there with you on that yeah <clears throat> so this next one is a super short track <laughs> Uh, and I'm not entirely sure why. I guess it just kind of only plays once and then gets cut off. Uh, but it's a really nice one. Um, this is another t- song from Star Wars that, you know, like me, I mean, I just recognize it immediately. Um, but it's uh, it's called Han Solo, and uh, it's 15 seconds long. And uh, you'll wish it was longer, or at least I do. So here it is. Enjoy. just just kind of stops yeah what's that about yeah but it's like i mean it's another theme from star wars that i recognize but with that kind of you know rock drum beat underneath it which is weird but i I think works rather well yeah i i don't know that i have much to say about it other than i want more yeah Um, same here yeah We're we're gonna have to find that or something yeah, I'm totally going to go through a playthrough of this and find out what's where, like, just to want to watch the whole game and find out where all this stuff genuinely fits in. 
Anyways, uh, let's move on then to the cave theme. Um, I'm not sure why I put this so late in the episode. Because <laughs> if I remember correctly, you're rolling around most Eisley and then, uh, uh, sorry, on Tatooine, and then you just go into caves and look for R2, and this is the theme in the caves. <laughs> Are you sure? I don't know. Let's find out. Here's cave theme from Star Wars. Well, that's uh, that's the cave theme. <laughs> sure took its that's time getting interesting, didn't it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you said that's the cave theme. That's literally what I thought five seconds into it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's a cave theme, yep, all right. That's, that is exactly what that is. <laughs> no two ways about um, it. Nope, not at all. But you're right. Uh, uh, that it gets interesting, but like a minute and a half in. Yeah, and then it doesn't stay interesting very long. <laughs> No, what's that about? There's actually something good going on there, and then you just bail on it. Whatever. What do I know? I'm just a... I'm just a me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I mean, what what do you say about this? This is this is some video game cave music right here. This, <laughs> this just seemed like he was done making the soundtrack, and they're like, yo, we need a cave theme. It's like, all right, uh... Boop. On it, Badoop. and and Ba-doop, ba-doop, ba-doop. <laughs> Add, sprinkle in some reverb. Nailed it. Done. Score. Cut me a check. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for for a soundtrack that's that's very it seems so meticulously and carefully put together, that one just seems pretty phoned in. <laughs> <laughs> I think because it was. That's my guess. Yeah, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. All right, let us move on yes. to the asteroid belt. Oh no! Yeah, this one uh, is a specific length. 
Uh, so I, I'm i guessing it might resolve. Or maybe it'll just stop like the Han Solo attracted. Who knows? <laughs> also possible. We're about to find out. Here is Asteroid Belt from Star Wars. Enjoy. Okay, so it did just stop. Um, <laughs> so let me tell you what this song does for me. Uh, I'm imagining in some sort of side-scrolling beat-em-up, a, uh, beating up a gangster in a zoot suit in a casino. That's what that music says to me. <laughs> wow. I want to play that game. Right? Sounds awesome. It does. And, and in between levels, you get mini, uh, mini games that are gambling-based. Yes. I love it. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't know what about this song says asteroids, <laughs> but maybe it works in the context of the game. I don't know. You know, I'm with you. Uh, the only thing I can think is maybe you're dodging asteroids. Like something's moving very fast pace. I mean, it just uh, it, it has to be, right? I, I think it has to be because we said so. Yeah, and we, we, we make the rules, right? Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yes. I'm going to go with Good. yes. Okay, cool. Uh, so, we, we had some technical issues, but we're back now. Uh, and we're <laughs> back for the Death Star. Well, I think yes. we finished talking about Asteroid Belt, right? Um, yeah. I, I'm, I'm still not entirely sure why it's called Asteroid Belt, but hey. Whatever, man. Let's do it. <laughs> Good for you, Marshall Parker and Star Wars. Uh, let's listen to the Death Star. This is the last song we're going to listen to tonight because uh, it's the last song in the game minus the ending. Uh, and it's uh, well, it's the music for fighting against the Death Star. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at a little playthrough of it right now, so so it's a uh, gotcha. You're, this is you're flying around in an X-wing and you're going to try to blow up the blow up the Death Star. Boom. Let's leave it a listen. Here's Death Star from Star Wars. So that was Death Star, and uh, yeah, that was all right. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of hoping for uh, something more Death Star esque. Yeah, we didn't really end on a end on a high note here, huh? Like, not really. Didn't really uh, the polish us off in a, in a fancy, fantastic way. Yeah, not quite. So, uh, hmm. I mean, it was an okay song. It was, yeah, it was fine. Sure. Uh, and the ending music is pretty good. It's a like kind of a, an adaptation of the ending music from from the uh, the movie. So that was kind of cool. But I feel like we should end with something cooler than this. Um, yeah. You know what? Uh, you know what we should listen to is some music from Star Wars Arcade. Ooh. Remember the original arcade game with the vector graphics? Absolutely. Right? I, I don't know how many times I stared at that game. 
with this burning desire to play it and then eventually getting to play it, you know, kind of as an older person and thinking, hmm, okay. <laughs> All right, so, so you know what we're going to do? We're going to listen to a couple of tracks from, from there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to upload those to you right now uh, because that's, that's the kind of guy I am. You clearly don't need sleep. No. <laughs> the, the heck you say? Well, I mean, the, uh, in, all, in all fairness, these are incredibly short. So uh, we're just going to listen to a bunch of them in a row. And uh, I'll, we'll, just, we'll just listen to a, a couple of tracks in a row, and it'll be super fun. We're going to listen to from uh, Star Wars Arcade, in the Atari Arcade game. Uh, game Over, TIE Fighter BGM 1. Uh, stages one, two, and odd stages, and BGM one, stage four, and even stages. BGM two, approaching Death Star, Bunker Tower, BGM one, Bunker Tower, BGM two, Trench Flying, BGM, Death Star destroyed, and game over. High score list. These are only a few seconds long each, so let's just listen to all of them and then talk about how awesome Star Wars Arcade is. All right, enjoy. Now that is a much more memorable way to, to leave our Star Wars episode. <laughs> just just beat you over the head with uh, Star Wars music. That's right. Man, this arcade game was awesome. Was. There's just something so delightfully nostalgic about it. Every time I hear these sounds, I can just picture that arcade game. The the vector graphics and everything. It's just so cool. Yeah. There's a lot of I there's a lot of little things in some of those pieces that I really appreciated. Like uh, the cantina theme, uh-huh. when the when the music there's a when they do the slides, uh-huh. <laughs> it kind of cracked me up. But like, like oh, that's how you guys had to do it. Okay, <laughs> and, yeah. And then and then the main theme, they couldn't they couldn't get the um, the piece to play correctly. And now of course. Because I listened to it three minutes ago, two you know, twenty songs ago, I can't I can't think of it. But there's a part where it doesn't play the melody in the proper timing. Yeah. So, but <laughs> uh, all in all, just great, great stuff. Like the arcade really, really had it right. Yeah, well, man. for the most part. I sp- yeah, especially at the time, you know, like this was. Yeah. I, it's from 1983. I wasn't really in arcades when I was two, but uh, <laughs> the um. Me either. <clears throat> just thinking back to just what it was like at that time, like what gaming was like at that time, uh, from what I know, was 
there's this was so cool this was so incredibly cool it still looks cool i love vector games they look so awesome and you know this is a fully colored vector game with you know voice samples from the movie and stuff like it's so cool there you have it there you have it that's how we're that's how we're gonna leave you tonight for our star wars special and i'm gonna get back to watching more clone wars because you know I got a lot Somebody's to get gotta through. Do it. Somebody's got to do it. And that's our show. Join us next time as we continue our holiday tradition with our annual Waveback Winter Special. As always, we would love to hear everyone's thoughts and memories of the games we discussed here today, and you can do so on the Waveback forum page over on Facebook. Just search for Waveback on Facebook, and you'll find more information about our next games, as well as a nice, convenient place to talk about them. Of course, you can always still send us an email at mail at and while you're at it, check out all our other social media channels, which you should totally follow, like, and subscribe to if you haven't already. <clears throat> and be sure to check out all our other great content we have on our site over at geekade.com. Uh so uh what do you think Matt? Are you are you are you excited to go see the new Star Wars movie? I am. Um I really like Adam Driver as I like him as an actor, but then I really appreciate him as Kylo Ren. As do I. I find him to be a, a relentlessly fascinating character. He's yes. uh very unexpected kind of villain you know because i hate him and like (laughs) you kind of want to he's so different from vader because like vader was always awesome you know and kylo ren is like he's really awesome but he's also i think a little bit more hateable than vader was agreed because he's so but he's i mean he killed han solo (laughs) face to face just looked at him and said I gotta do this, so you're dead now. And it was, like, heartbreaking, and he's... he's... Remember in the beginning of Force Awakens when he stopped that laser blast just with the Force? Yeah, and it just held. It just held until he walked away. Man, that was cool. We're gonna get the Knights of Ren in this movie? Like, oh my god, I'm so excited. I'm such a nerd. (laughs) Oh, man. We just took Ellie to go see... uh, uh, Ellie and John, we just took him to go see Frozen 2. And it was, like... It was the epitome of movie magic watching her watch that movie like it was incredible it was everything you hope for being a parent that it's obsessed with you know media and fantasy and stuff like just watching her watch that movie and you know Elsa's using her powers to stop fire and she sits on the edge of her seat and puts out her hands and mimics her and like oh my god it was just amazing that's gonna be me at Star Wars (laughs) (laughs) that's how I am when I see Star Wars movies and I've loved these new movies so much like especially force awakens i really felt that that one just felt so good to me and mm-hmm. i really like the last jedi i have problems with it but i still really like it overall um agreed but uh this uh rise of skywalker i'm 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 pretty jazzed about i i don't think that uh i have faith that jj abrams isn't going to drop the ball and hopefully i don't eat these words in a couple of weeks when it comes out <laughs> but uh well, we'll see i'll i'll tell you a little bit I'll tell you a little uh, a little secret about what happens when I watch a Star Wars film. Pretty much since um, episode one dropped, the minute I see the Lucasfilms um, plate and then that first didn't for the big, I instantaneously well up with emotions. Me too. I'm a very I'm a very stoic human being. <laughs> I I I oscillate between. Resting bitch face, laughing and anger, <laughs> and um, so so if you're sitting next to me and you're paying attention to me, you will see every ounce of my being bursting with emotion. Like my te- my eyes water up, uh, my my insides like squeal with joy. Every film, good, bad, in between. I mean, I did it at um, the prequel to um, this one, New Hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did, I, uh, you Rogue know, One? Rogue One, thank you. I did it at Rogue One. I did it at all of them. I, the only reason I didn't do it at Han Solo is because I didn't see it in the theaters and I watched it on an airplane. So, mm. not the right setting. Yeah. But, nonetheless. Still, so, yeah. Star Yeah. So, I will be there. I will be tearing up as soon as that first note hits, rest assured. Yeah, <laughs> me too, man. I am, uh, I am beyond thrilled. I, I'm, I'm so excited. 
Well, that's going to be it. So we're going to leave you with uh, ending from Star Wars for NES, uh, which was in- indeed our focal point of this episode. <laughs> uh, even though it did kind of kind of trailed off at the end there. Those last, those last three tracks, like I really started out strong. And those last three just kind of let me down. But I, th- I feel <laughs> we recovered with the uh, the arcade audible there. Uh, and well, you know, this ending tune is a uh, it's the classic ending music from Star Wars. So. Uh, enjoy that, and we'll see you next time for our super cool uh, winter special. Which uh, I don't know exactly what we're doing, but I think I do, and it's gonna be it's gonna be something different. So we'll see you then. Enjoy, happy holidays, and may the force be with you.